0: You're listening to an N-Stars podcast production. I'm Adam Mock, a 40 something year old film critic, and today on the show, we're damn sure gonna talk about Bruno.
1: We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. I'm Melanie Weir, that was off key. And not only are we going to talk about Bruno, I'm going to burst into song like at least twice.
0: Oh, it's gonna be a fun one, kids. We're doing Encanto on Made You Watch.
1: A podcast.
0: Okay. Today on the show, it was Mel's turn to recommend a movie to me. And what did you recommend?
1: I chose Disney's smash hit from last year, their big box office winner. Except, no, it came to theaters. Encanto.
0: It got, it got done dirty by the, by the theaters. It did, it which is a have, real shame. It sh- I think Disney lately has been dropping the ball with that shit. It's, they're, they're so reliant on Disney+, and I think that hurts them.
1: Do you know what's weird? I think they've been dropping the ball on hyping their animated movies before they hit theaters since, like, Frozen.
0: Yeah, I mean, Turning Red's not getting a lot of love oh, either, t- and, it, and from t- what I hear, it should.
1: Turning Red? The reason Turning Red is not getting a lot of love is because of misogyny? And people not wanting to talk about girls going through puberty, which, like, sucks to suck. <laughs> we all have to hear about your boners, dudes. So we're going to talk about periods. But to be fair,
0: Disney doesn't write for men anymore.
1: Okay. They, I mean, they, don't,
0: they don't really write for dudes anyway. So, like, that's kind of why I've mm-hmm. never been a big Disney fan. And I was, I, was, I, I don't want to go in this movie hating it. I don't. I, I don't know. I know dick about it. I honestly didn't really read much about it. I didn't really care because I just I've been kind of off put by Disney lately. It's fair. What do I know about this movie? Like I said, very little. Um, a Latino family. I don't. Colombian. It, Colum, okay, Colombian. I missed that the first time. I don't even time. know. I, I, I'm so bad. I don't even know. Like, is it Latinx? Is, you know, like, I'm. I'm. I, I don't want to sound ignorant I'm when I talk about things like that. I'm a on
1: that as well. I remember a few months ago there being a thing on Twitter about like people from Latin American countries did not like the Latinx thing. they okay. like, no, the gendered term is part of our language. It's part yeah. of our culture. Like, don't Yeah, don't no, do no. That. That,
0: it, it's most – most of that stuff all boils down to we're trying to please everyone, and you just
1: can't. I'm getting old enough that I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm like, it's literally just a matter of preference. Like, I'm not going to keep a personal policy on what I call people. I'm just, I'm just like, if I make a mistake, I'll say I'm sorry, and I'll try to remember around that person, like, hey, they don't prefer to be referred to in this way. Because, exactly. like, even the word queer, like – some gay people absolutely hate it and they're like, the history of that word is derogatory. Forget it, forget it, forget it. Yeah. But then there's a whole other group of queer people that like, I'm a part of that I'm like, okay, but it's a really useful umbrella term, especially for people who don't want to self-identify within the community because it would cause a whole bunch of complex conversations. Yeah. You, you can just say, like, I'm... Queer and be included, and that's good. And it's okay that it was used as an insult because it's like it's one of those things that you can reclaim because yeah. it was ours in the first place.
0: But uh, back to Encanto. Yes. This. Um.
1: Um. Yeah. It's set in Colombia. Okay. Um. I, which I missed the first time, but they printed on the wall during the Family Madrigal, yes. which you've already told me. Okay. There's so much going on during that song.
0: Yeah. It's it's the one song I heard, and I was scared. And <laughs> so now, um, what I know about it, it seems like it's a family that there's kind of a black sheep who's the sweet girl with the big glasses and she, all of her family seem to have some kind of like powers or abilities or magic or something. And they all live in this crazy house and she's trying to deal like, that's kind of what I got out of it, and I've never seen a trailer for this thing. I've only seen images
1: and that one song because we played it over and yeah. over again and, in the office when and it came o- out. And the only
0: reason I think superpowers is because the sister's always carrying like donkeys and stuff. So I yeah. just assume that has to be some kind of. You like, also
1: got exposure through the McDonald's toy, didn't you? Give me your McDonald's toy. I
0: did. I got that a free happy nice. meal with, with for some reason, and I had this toy. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do anything with it. It's now sitting on Mel's desk. Yeah,
1: I've got. A, I've got. A, I got i do not have the Louisa toy that everyone was obsessed. With, but I do have Mirabelle and she makes me very happy. Um,
0: <laughs> All right. You so, got it
1: pretty much. Uh, okay. Dead on balls, as, as you said. Dead in... on balls
0: accurate. Look at you.
1: I, I listened to, so, I re listened to our Drop Dead Gorgeous podcast. I'm so this
0: morning. proud of you. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to take a break, watch the movie, and we will be right back. Many years ago, this scandal blessed our family with a miracle
1: our house
0: our casita came to life with magic in time every member of our family was given their own magical gift i'm not super strong like luisa or effortlessly perfect like señorita perfecta
1: Isabella. but mama why am i the only one that didn't get a gift
0: the magic is in danger is my chance. I will save the magic. Wait. How do I save the magic? Hmm. Oh man, I'm tired. I'm tired <laughs> and it, and uh, I'm going to m- get a lot of people mad at me on this episode. And I'm going to I'm going to preface this. It's not that I don't like musicals. I don't think they're always needed. I think sometimes a story is strong enough on its own that the music takes away from it. And I understand this is Lin-Manuel and here's where people are going to hate me. I don't enjoy Lin-Manuel Miranda. I just never have. And I've tried. I sat through Hamilton when it it came to Disney. That got ruined for me just for overhyping. Yeah. Because it had been out for like five years. I was
1: like resistant to being into Hamilton. Like the the catchiness of the music had to get to me because I do like Lynn, but I understand. And
0: I didn't, I, I tried a few minutes of the Mary Poppins Returns. I still
1: haven't seen that actually.
0: And my girlfriend finished it on a plane and she despised it. She was like, he shouldn't be in the things that he makes. He,
1: I love and him is dearly. He, is He's he not in the this? best singer, no.
0: Okay, okay, good, good, good. Because maybe that's why I enjoyed it a little more than his other work.
1: He, he, everybody was like, he should play Bruno. He should play Bruno. I'm very glad he did not play. No, Bruno.
0: John Leguizamo as Bruno. and We'll get to it. Is my favorite character for personal reasons, mm. and we'll get into it. So the story is about um, a young girl uh, played by Stephanie. Beatrice.
1: Stephanie Beatriz of Brooklyn 99.
0: Never would have guessed that was her in a million years. I know, right? She's she she's a chameleon in this.
1: I knew she was in it. I thought she was Louisa at first.
0: I did too. Yeah, no. I totally um, did too.
1: If I was you, I'll be really sad. Well, my
0: little friend, I am not. Because the truth is, gift or no gift, I
1: am just as special as the rest of my family.
0: Who wants one
1: all right, guys, where do I drop the wagon? Maybe your gift is being in denial. So I, I find out from my friends afterwards, the ones who were, like, obsessed with Brooklyn 99 and have seen interviews, um, that's not... That's her normal voice. Like, Mirabelle, that is how yeah. she talks. Rosa, that voice was the act.
0: That's funny. The, basically, this, the backstory is the abuela of the family, the grandmother is on the run from some kind of marauders with, I, her, with the other villagers in her town.
1: I meant to look this up. It's it's a piece of Colombian history. I think, oh, I think okay. it, it, it was like around the 50s, there were raids and... Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, they, they don't really go into it. You don't even see them. You see them in silhouette against like a town burning.
1: The movie is for kids.
0: Her husband stops to kind of be a decoy so the rest of the family can get away. He's murdered by these guys, and somehow she's, hold, she's holding three, three
1: babies at once, which, by babies. the way, my gripe with that, there there is no way. There's just no way. Oh, one yeah, those of them kids is going to heads. squirm out of your arms. <laughs> you Why just, was he not holding one?
0: She kneels down, starts crying, and a magical candle comes out of the ground. Is that what
1: happened? He was holding the candle, and he handed oh, it. Oh, is to that her. what it was? Yes. But
0: then the candle turns magic. The candle does okay, turn magic. Okay, I'm not crazy.
1: But it's like that Harry Potter magic where Lily jumps in front of Harry to yeah. save his life. And they 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 write
0: it off as a miracle. They never really explain it that well. I, at least I didn't. I had no clue where the magic came from. I just figured, okay, miracle. We'll go with it. It's my same problem with Frozen. They don't explain enough of the backstory in the first Frozen. I've never seen the Frozen 2. I
1: know. Those you rock... saw the look in my Dude, eyes. Dude, those
0: rock creatures, where'd they come from? I don't know. Why do the parents know them? I don't know.
1: They're trolls. What?
0: Yeah, but they never explain why they need to go see the trolls in that movie. Do
1: oh, we. I think that's part of North Miss Bo- I think they, they assume that... It, it doesn't assume that you're gonna know Norse mythology but in fairy tale canon like way it assumes that you're going to accept that it's part of North, Norse mythology yeah I need
0: explanations because
1: the trolls <laughs> were like that is like closer to their version of what trolls are and they're actually like known to kidnap fair haired children Jesus and like take Christ. them away which is like kind of like Kristoff I'm like maybe they <laughs> do, They shouldn't explain your backstory. <laughs> well anon-
0: another series of abusive movies let's talk about a because yeah. let's face it there's some there's some there's some eh, stuff about this movie that I'm kind of like.
1: Eh. Disney's been writing family trauma better and better lately. Yeah, but I need a villain,
0: and they're not giving us villains anymore. They're Dude. explaining their villains, and Dude. I don't, I don't, bi- I don't abide by that. I'll
1: it. fight you. So I know you hard will. Hard I know this. you will, and that's fine. It's that's such fine. a good thing, especially a good to thing. put in children's movies. It is a
0: good thing, just with all the mental health things and and just the. The changing of the world right now, where we're we're looking more into mental health and abuse and things like that, it is great. My problem is it messes with me because I'm just so used to that three-act structure. Oh, And, and yeah, yeah. I miss a good battle. Like, I miss Jafar turning into a giant genie and then, like, nope, you're screwed. And there's, like, a cool third act. The third I- act of this is just... Now the house has fallen down. Let's get out.
1: I do miss the villain song. I miss the aesthetic yes, of the Disney villain. I miss missed. the camp of it.
0: Yes. I mean, the grandmother, did she even have a song?
1: Dos Oroguitas was kind of her song.
0: Okay. And that's the one that I liked with the, the, yeah. Gu- the guitar. Yeah, just, the one it's that just got straight nominated. up. That is the best song in this movie.
1: I'm glad to hear that opinion because a lot of people were worried when they nominated that for the Oscar instead of uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno that they were going to lose it. But to hear that opinion yeah. from someone who's like outside of Disney Fanon, yeah. that makes fanon. me happy.
0: I've never heard that. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. So,
1: Fan canon. <laughs> let's, get, let's get
0: into it. This candle creates kind of a magical house and it gives them all powers the casita and they they have a ceremony where they go into a do- they go to a room and they get their power their
1: room yeah, the door appears it becomes
0: like the house can morph it does things for them it's kind of like it's kind of like the ocean in moana
1: Huh, in yes. a way, we- in a weird way. That's interesting. I didn't notice that parallel. Which I
0: always kind of was annoyed with the Ocean Moana because it gave her nothing to do. Because if she fell off the boat, put her back on. If she needs to go fast, make her go fast. It was kind of like, uh, shouldn't she be doing this stuff? Pull some weight, lady. Come on, it's your boat. But um, it, it's it's the flying carpet. It's you know it's the flying carpet and Aladdin. It's it's your sidekick. Yeah. I don't think they did enough with it. They just I, I thought the house would have a little more to do with the movie other than just their kind of H- x-men headquarters. <laughs>
1: Interesting. I think you're missing pieces.
0: I probably am cuz I just I was distracted with this movie and it was the music. And I'm going to talk about the fr- the that first song.
1: The Family Madrigal.
0: Holy Christ, I had the worst panic attack listening to that song. And there's 18 characters getting introduced at like 30 like 30 seconds. It's like.
1: Admittedly, it's a lot.
0: And I didn't understand what they were saying. Yeah. Because they're talking. I mean, they're literally talking like the micro scenes, man. And I'm like, oh, slow down.
1: Lin-Manuel music. World
0: building people.
1: It benefits from re-listen. I honestly didn't. But do- you shouldn't have to re-listen if it was done right. First time. I didn't <laughs> love Encanto until the second time that I watched it. There was so much going on, so much for me to process. I could
0: understand. It's it's a gorgeous film. Um it falls into the category of what I I can't stand is that smirk face. Oh. She literally is smirking out of the side of her face and has her ear to her shoulder the whole goddamn movie. She looks like she's having problems.
1: Well, it is a Cartoon. And then she
0: ta- she even takes a bite of one of her mom's um, little treats. The off the side of her mouth. She holds it to her cheek and takes a bite like sideways, like Popeye eating spinach. And I'm like, okay, this is weird.
1: I think this is a problem that's just going to be solved as CGI animation gets better and better. I
0: just I, I also miss two D animation. Oh, yeah. well, I could oh, go on. I could do hand drawn all day long. It was that beautiful. Was, that was what Disney was known for, and. They go all in on this stuff. And I get it. It's you, you have to change with the times. And I'm fine with that. She doesn't, um, Maribel doesn't get her powers. Right. And you don't know why. So she's kind of the black sheep. The grandmother is kind of mean to her, sort of.
1: She's not And the grandmother mean. has no powers. She's passive. Yes, it's good to me that you noted that right off the bat. Which
0: I found interesting because she's basically like forcing her family to be like, king shit in this town like they they are the they're the they're the kings and queens of this of this town
1: to be fair it is because they saved everybody
0: yes yes but without them i guess the town would fail but what I found interesting was none of these people who have, like one guy, his powers is he can change into anybody. Camilo. He's cool. Uh, they don't do enough with him, but he's Everybody
1: cool. loves him. Oh, teenage girls on the internet oh, are okay. in love well, with him. Well, because he can look however you want. <laughs> so I don't it's like, really think it's you, that. You, I think you want a Robert
0: Pattinson day? You got a Robert Pattinson day. <laughs> I
1: think it's actually more that he just, hey, he has little shit energy. Yeah. Like just that, the speaking of side smirks, just like that Disney character bad boy side smirk. But he's <sighs> 15.
0: Yeah. And then you have um, the f- what I'm going to call the flower sister, Isabella. She can make pl- she she makes like beautiful flowers.
1: She's my favorite. Um,
0: and she's kind of the uh, she's like the prom queen of the they family. They make
1: her a little bit too much of a bitch. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then she's and you you learn later that there's a reason. Um, you have the oldest sister who's like super strong.
1: No, Isabella's the oldest. Is she? She's 21. Uh, Luisa is 19.
0: Okay, and Isabella was... the Is she the hearing... Who's the hearing one? The, the one with uh, the on super That's hearing.
1: Dolores. She's also 21. She's a, 21. Co- she's a she's cousin. A cousin. She's a little younger okay, than Isabella. Okay, and then there's
0: a weather girl who Peppa controls... Peppa is their aunt. Okay, she controls the weather. But the problem with it is none of them actually use their powers other than the super strong girl for any... to To really benefit the town. Like... She's not going out and growing crops.
1: That's not true, actually. Does she? Yeah, no, I don't think they show a whole lot of it. But, like, she actually does more decorative things. But that's, but I'm saying
0: it would be interesting if, like,
1: well, I think they like- teamed
0: up. Like, the the we- the aunt who does the weather, like, creates rain to, to get the crops growing. And then she, you know, kind of plants the crops and things like that. It would have made them look more beneficial to the town.
1: I think that by the end of the movie, she would have agreed with you, but I also think that that would go against the whole thing they were setting up. For yeah, her.
0: yeah, because, um, I, I, and then there's Bruno. Bruno's we the. We
1: don't talk about Bruno.
0: He's this brother who you think you think he's evil. They kind of they imply it because Seven his foot power.
1: Right so long bad.
0: His I power can. is he can see the future. He's kind of a, you know, a soothsayer. He can, he, but it puts him through a lot. And the reason I, I found that character so interesting was he has obsessive compulsive disorder, Mm -hmm. which I suffer from. I've been diagnosed. I have a, I have OCD and I've learned to control it. But I was very happy to see that they did it in a joking way, which I'm surprised people didn't have a bigger problem with. Like he knocks on his head and he's kind of goofy and they kind of play it for a joke.
1: Yeah, no, if anything, the thing people have a problem with is there's like debate online as to whether or not like – it's OCD or he's just superstitious and that's part of, like, Latin, like Latin culture. I, I, I'm personally on the side of it looks like OCD to I me. I
0: think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. You know, because, I I mean...
1: Because Yeah, you can speak to this. Yeah,
0: it, it is a mixture of both because OCD kind of stems from superstitious beliefs in a weird way. Like, you think something bad's going to happen if you don't do X, Y, and Z.
1: Exactly. It's not so, that, like, you're... It's it's not that like everybody who is superstitious has OCD. It is it can easily like trigger or feed yes, into OCD. yes, and
0: it's it's a completely irrational disorder. Like and and you you once you start looking into it, it really is it it, it can be a problem, you know, for certain people. But they play it. Uh, John Leguizamo plays Bruno, and they don't talk about Bruno because he is the black sheep of the family. You don't know where he is. He they
1: disappeared. Don't, they don't
0: tell anybody any of the younger kids. Um, and
1: they don't give this backstory clearly, so I'm just going to give it here. Um, yeah. He l- left when Meetabelle was five. Okay. For reasons that we get into later on.
0: That's right, that's right, that's right. My gift wasn't helping the family, but uh, but I love my family, you know? I just don't know how to, I just don't know how to... Well, anyway, I, I think you should go because um, I don't really have a good reason. But if I did, you'd be like, I should go because that's a good We'll put a pin in Bruno right now. Yeah, get into the get into the meat of the story. Um, It's the day of the littlest cousin,
1: Uh, Antonio, who who I call who
0: I call the Beastmaster (laughs) because he has the best power. He can control animals, and he,
1: he he can't control them. He can talk to them.
0: But they listen to it. They're very nice. And that's Beastmaster. Yeah. That literally, there is a movie called Beastmaster. That's the plot. Do you want
1: to <laughs> know? The only reason I know what the Beastmaster is is because in an episode of Community, I think it's season one or two, Pierce dresses up as the Beastmaster for Halloween and gets high as anything in the world. That's
0: funny. That's and really funny.
1: ruins the party.
0: It's the day of his... Encanto ceremony, whatever you want to call the, it,
1: his gift ceremony, gift yeah, ceremony, gift ceremony,
0: and he gets a cool room. He was living with Maribel, which kills nursery. me. The fact that she still lives in the nursery. I know
1: she's like eighteen. She's this- fifteen. Oh, she's
0: fifteen. Yes, See, I can't keep track of these of the characters. There's just too much going on. It's so colorful and poppy and bright, and it doesn't stop.
1: It benefits from a rewatch. I think they have that in mind with a lot of Disney movies, because what do little kids do?
0: Oh, they rewatch everything. Yeah. I mean, I I used to do that. I had tapes that I wore out when I was a kid. I
1: mean, I still do that. You know?
0: The story goes on, and Maribel starts kind of questioning what her family is kind of into, and she doesn't know why she can't know all the secrets and things like that, even though she does nothing but try to please the abuela. Mm-hmm. She just busts her pump every day trying to be the best she make can. Make her
1: family proud. And
0: it's never enough for the grandmother.
1: She literally, she's just trying to make, she's literally just trying to make like a nice little decoration for her. And the grandma's like, maybe you should leave it to the people who are actually good at it. Yeah, I
0: mean, she's a, she really is like... So a, rude. She's a garbage, garbage...
1: Like, garbage. this is not the warm, huggable grandma. <laughs> no,
0: she's so mean.
1: She reminds me of none of my grandparents. <laughs>
0: Um, Sometimes so, she
1: reminds me of my Nana, but only when she's being nice.
0: <laughs> it kind of becomes a quest of her trying to find out what's going on. Because isn't there something about she's seeing problems with the house too? Yes, there
1: are cracks forming in the casita. every Seemingly every time that I that somebody uses their powers or overuses them. Yeah. or I, I, She's not sure. At the time, we're not sure. But she's worried. But apparently nobody else can see it.
0: Yeah. And it, it becomes like this kind of detective story for her where she's she's Questing to find out what happened to her family. You and the only is, way she can do that is to find Bruno.
1: What is wild about this movie is that they never, ever leave the house.
0: No, they don't really. A- unless is, they're going to like just to town to pick up a donkey. I That's about all they do.
1: waiting for them to journey outside of the Encanto. I assumed that was going to be the thing and that was not the thing. Yeah. So, you know, it is yeah. surprised I mean, wouldn't
0: would leave that house either. It does <laughs> everything for you. For real. It's like, you need, you need to hang up your hat? I'll just b- drop a tile, throw the hat on. The
1: ADHD <laughs> favors. Just oh my God. I would be neat. I wouldn't be neat. My house would be Oh
0: uh, yeah. I thought I thought the house was a, a a great character that got under it was a little underdeveloped. I wanted it to have I don't know, I wanted it to kind of come in handy a few a few other ways than just being a convenience.
1: It saved her life. What are you talking it about? It
0: does save her No, it saves her life, but I mean it's like the only thing it really does at that one point.
1: I think um they, they flesh the house out as a character. I think they flesh the house out as much as they flesh out any other member of the, like, minor family. Yeah. Like, so that's consistent. They're going to make, I'm pretty sure that they've announced this, they're going to make a show. Of course um, they are. They're either spinning it off into a show or a movie, but I think they've announced that it's it a show. It would make I more sense
0: as a show, that. just because you could do individual episodes.
1: Exactly, and I, I think that in yeah. the show there will be a lot more exploration, yeah. which is something I'm very excited to see. But, yeah, she sings Waiting on a Miracle just to it's her I want song it's the yeah. it's the Disney you know it's part of your world it's I want adventure in the great wide somewhere it's you know
0: see she knows which <laughs> Stephanie Beatriz
1: recorded while she was in labor
0: really? oh my god yeah that's actually at the high notes
1: it was <laughs> it was like honestly like I can't even imagine because like okay like your your stomach is like this. It already like can't be easy to sing. You're you need to is use crushed. your crushed. How yeah. do you sing when you're that pregnant?
0: And you're getting contractions every two seconds. I, like
1: I cannot I don't think it was that often. I think she was in the early stages of labor. Oh, the article okay. I read. The article I wrote said that. Um. <laughs> the article I read about the article that I wrote said that she strike that reverse it gave birth the next day. Oh wow. So That's she was nuts. in like early labor, but still.
0: Wow. That's
1: a and also the director didn't know.
0: That's tough. She's a tough chick.
1: He didn't know until <laughs> she did the interview where she revealed it. And he was like, oh That's my God. That's super
0: interesting. That is super interesting. Yeah. Um. So she goes on this quest to find her, br- her. It's, it would be her uncle. Her uncle. Her yeah. uncle. Okay. And she goes into his room, which no one goes in. And it's the kind of. The
1: magic doesn't work in there.
0: Well, it's kind of this like deserty cavernous, like a
1: dilapidated temple.
0: Because he needs lots of room for his power. He's like, I can't do it in confined spaces because
1: yeah,
0: he basically he needs a
1: big open space. He, he whips walks up this around. giant
0: storm around him, and he sees, well, at least with his niece, just small amounts of what the grandma already knows, which is she may be the reason the house, like she could bring. This house down.
1: She, uh, his visions come in fractions. He can't really tell. It's like little bits, impressions of things, kind of like if you're like looking through a memory real fast, like in your brain, it'll be like like yeah. a, a, a flip show almost. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But he's walking around in it. His eyes like glow green. It's super spooky. It's, it's, and it's awesome. They used Disney villain green. Yes, they did. Which is interesting. Yeah, they got that Jafar smoke. He's not. Um, And he walks around and he sees the same thing that he saw last time that caused him to give up because his thing about everybody assumes that he's a bad guy just because... His visions relay things that are, are upsetting. Are the truth. He usually gives up because, like, this lady was like, oh, he, he told me my fish would die and he died the next day. He told me I'd lose my hair and I lost my hair. Like, this guy's the yeah. bringer of death. But he, he, it's, it's like how people misperceive Hades in, like, ancient Greek myths. He's not the bringer. He's just like, this is his job. He's yeah. just telling you what is. Yeah,
0: it, it's it's... I'm the bearer of bad news. Yeah, Unfortunately, like, sorry, my power doesn't make me the most popular kid in school.
1: And like he's not always the bearer of bad news. No,
0: but they But I think uh,
1: this is a comment on how foresight is never a great thing to have.
0: And and the grandmother just constantly told him, Yeah, don't do that anymore. And and shamed him to the yeah. point where he ends up living in the walls of the house.
1: With his – Like
0: a psychotic ref, recluse. With it's, his
1: rats. <laughs>
0: with his pet rats who I loved. I wanted more of them. He
1: creates <laughs> telenovelas.
0: It was so it, – it, that it, I, he – you brought in your comic relief at the 40-minute mark. That is a crime. You think? I – unless you make more characters funny and a lot of them – they're funny, but they're like they're not lighthearted funny. They're funny because their character is funny. Yeah, it, funny. It's funny. Uh oh, not situational, funny. Situational. It's
1: it sit. It's situationally funny. Yes, like it's like, like the oh, office. she's carrying
0: donkeys like- and being silly, you know, and things like that, where you're just like okay. Or she's swinging on a vine and making flower arrangements and thing. And a lot of this movie also deals with just family dynamic, and when the oldest person in your family really is in charge, but doesn't ever let you be anything other than what she wants you to be. Yeah, And that's really the point of the movie. And it's a great point. It felt a lot like The Incredibles to me.
1: Interesting. In
0: the sense that they would always tell Dash, hold back. Hold back. Hold back. And then he's just like, don't hold back. And he would just bust ass and like take off. And it was like this is what I want. He was living his best life right there, you know, and it was because they had to hide it. Yeah, they're not hiding their powers, so yeah. there's no reason to hold back. It was really she was almost like the PR person of the family. Exactly, she just wanted the family to look good rather than be good. Well, she wanted that impression of, oh, we, you need us. We we're important, and in the long run. It was the detriment of everyone in the
1: family. That's interesting because I don't think that's actually what she was doing. I think she, if you look at her backstory, especially the backstory that they show you during the more, and I like how they they did this. They gave you a sanitized version of the flashback at the beginning. And then at the end, when she tells her granddaughter about what really happened, her now like coming into adulthood granddaughter she's much more real about it and you yeah. see more pain on her face you see the guy actually raise his sword to her grandfather you see You her, see the trauma she drops the candle yeah you see and, the
0: trauma in her eyes so. yes yeah. and
1: it's it's beautifully done and it's so heartbreaking but even the difference between those two things is kind of an example of what she was doing she's not trying to sanitize them to make them look good she's trying to sanitize them because she's so used to pretend everything is okay and it will be because she's been living in a trauma response. She's stuffing it down. Since that moment.
0: Yeah, she's t- she's stuffing it down and and I have to be the strong one. Especially because she doesn't have powers.
1: Exactly. And because that's all she's ever known, of course that's what she ended up teaching to her children. And what her children taught to her grandchildren. And it's actually a comment on especially Colombian displacement. Because I know this movie is very much about like yeah. that heart. But it also speaks to families who have been displaced in general. And I think I've said this on a past podcast. But... If you live in America, your family was displaced at one point. Like, unless you're from a family of wasps that go back in Connecticut, like 10,000 generations. I came over on
0: the main floor.
1: And, like, yeah. Like, in that case, your family's finally forgotten it. But, like, most people that you meet, especially on the East Coast, are going to be, you immigrant. know, like, yeah, fam- like, from fam- yeah. immigrant families. And I'm even, like, five generations My grandparents doomed. came
0: from Germany. I mean, but I yeah. can
1: still see the echoes of these dynamics in my own family. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just, it I, I was taught some of this stuff, and not on purpose. Yeah.
0: That was, it's such an important thing to have in the movie, because it, it really is the heart of it, and it it's, the third act is all about that, because it wasn't that she was going to destroy, well, the house starts to collapse. It starts yeah. to go crazy, because they the were just- The
1: candle's running out.
0: Yeah, the candle's running out, they, they think it's Maribel's fault, and it's- Mirabelle
1: finally tells off her grandmother. She,
0: yeah, she goes off and then the house starts collapsing. And that's, I will say, that had the one scene of uh, Camilo? Uh, Camilo? Camilo. When he's running and he turns into a baby to duck something, turns into a tall guy to jump something. I'm like, give me more of this. Yeah. Take all the music out. I wanna see abilities. I want an, I want a little bit more X-Men in this movie. Or a little bit more Incredibles to keep it in the Disney Perlance. Mm-hmm. But I I really I I felt the story was so strong that every time you get into a character, they break into song. And which I know that's kind of the that that's the 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 map of Disney films.
1: It's not just the map of Disney films either. It's the fact that like Lynn Mammo Miranda wrote this story. Yeah. I don't think the story would have happened. Any other way.
0: But I don't think it, I don't think the music helped it as, from from a person who's not huge into me Like, I like old musicals. Like, we were talking about I love singing in the rain. Yeah. I think that musical's brilliant. I love musical comedy. You know, I love the producers. I love uh, Little Shop. I'm I'm very odd in, in my my enjoyment. Like, if it gets too serious for me, it's a bit too much.
1: Well, I mean, Little Shop came from two Disney composers, too. Oh, I
0: know. He also came from Roger Corman, uh. who used to make horror films. The music just didn't – it didn't vibe with me, and that's fine. I mean, you don't have to like yeah. every composer And I think that's a valid like that.
1: critique. If you're not like – I know that I am inordinately into character development, yeah. and I will watch it even if it makes the story boring. So, like, I feel like I can't even accurately comment on this because I enjoy the songs, but I understand what they're doing is really fleshing out a character yes. experience. Yes, yes.
0: And, and I –
1: It's almost like a collection of vignettes.
0: But I think they do it – in in the little scenes without the music, I got more when they weren't singing about the characters. When they than when they actually did sing, that's, it was almost like they're just over explaining something they just explained through song.
1: That's interesting because especially
0: I especially under- with the the, the the strong sister. Oh yeah, that was like I didn't need that song. I knew her story. Two seconds earlier, they kind of explain it, and then she goes into that drip, drip, drop song.
1: That's interesting because I actually understood the stuff much better when they sang about it.
0: That's but that, that's how your mind works. Yeah, you, you have Once the again. You have the musical mind. I don't, and that's why I always go into movies like this at a disadvantage.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's totally fair.
0: You know, and and You're I feel bad. I love
1: ba- Tarzan. I
0: listen. I wish I loved musicals more. I grew up on – I mean, I'm, I saw
1: Lay Miz when I was like eight. I am so jealous that you I mean, grew up – <laughs> Lacey Chabert could...
0: was the little girl in it. She was an eight, She was my age. You could just
1: go <laughs> to Broadway.
0: Yeah, well, that's... I saw
1: my first Broadway
0: show. I was 14. Wow. Also, oh, it was I also magical. Had, I had parents that went to the opera and stuff. I mean, they were they, – they, they loved that. They loved theater. So, you know, and it didn't really rub off on me. But film did. Film always – I was more – I liked realism. Yeah, and I always felt when they broke into song, it like I I would take a Warner Brothers cartoon over a Disney cartoon most of the time. Okay, because that's more my speed. You're that, like
1: a dudes dudes dude. Yeah, dude Yeah, I'm
0: I'm more Roger Rabbit, unless you know. <laughs> I it's like, fair. You know, so I mean, so I am biased, and that's why I don't always. I try not to crap. I, I try not to yuck people's yums on this stuff. You know, <laughs> I don't know if people still use that term, but yeah.
1: I. You know what, I kind of hate it, but I also kind of love it because I hate it. Yeah,
0: I just want to throw it in and just get a reaction out of you. <laughs> the house the house collapses, and the scene where you think through Bruno's vision that Maribel is going to be the detriment to the family, destroy everything, it wasn't that. She had to make amends with her grandmother to bring the magic And not just back. her
1: grandmother, with her sister, too. That was an important part yeah. of it, because...
0: The the one I call the flower sister. Isabella. (laughs) Isabella, thank you.
1: And I don't think that this actually, I think I might have just noticed this, that Isabella, her anger at Isabella is an extension of her anger at her grandmother because Isabella is doing everything right. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is when she realizes that Isabella is suffering from doing everything right, that is when that they can make up. Yeah,
0: and that's a lot of pressure on a kid.
1: Oh, and that oh that scene killed me. Because the thing is, like, that's not me. I don't think I was ever that mean. Yeah. But I do think that I give off this vibe sometimes, especially I think maybe to my family because I, I, I mean, like I fell apart during COVID as many people did. Well, and I think- a lot of our moments, trust me. I think my, my parents in particular were, were surprised with how bad it was for me because I feel like from the outside, I often look like I had a lot of things together yeah. because I can perform because and, I can perform it. And
0: you were alone with them all the time, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. That's so the they thing. got it was they got to, to see
0: you outside of your element where you're not putting up the front because I just woke up and I'm I'm half asleep and I'm having a bad morning. And they they're like, oh but we don't always get to see that side yeah, of you, or, you yeah, know. Like, or you're you're not home at the time, or you were away at college. So, yeah. When you're around, you put on airs.
1: And so I had this, I like had this crisis where I was like, "Who even am I? Like, if this is an act, and like they're surprised by this, and there was a whole thing. But then I watched, I listened to this number. Like, what else can I do? Yeah. And it was like, oh, oh, like I don't have to pretend that I like am a, the person I was. I was in high school just because that's what people expect. Exactly. Like I can change. It's okay.
0: You gotta be you. That's... It was it
1: was a it was a nice I I I teared up a little. Yeah. I teared up a lot. Yeah. I cried a lot during this
0: movie. <laughs> the end of the movie, she makes amends with her grandmother, she kind of gets the rest of the family on board, and the magic comes back. And the house rebuilds itself. It it, it was almost like they needed they needed that cathartic moment to just like it was almost like the house is like all right you guys are broken i ain't coming back and the magic ain't coming back until you guys figure out you go to family therapy which is standing in a river and hugging your grandma
1: and rebuilding your house which had to be a very nice team building activity for them and oh my god when the whole when they're like what's that sound and he's like i think it's everyone in town i was like to my big brother george the richest man in town They just did a whole It's a Wonderful Life moment. It was beautiful. I'm crying now.
0: I'll get the moon for you, Mary.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so they get, the ha- they get the house back in order. And this is where I had a very slight problem with the ending, given the fact there was no discernible villain of sorts. It was more the family trauma was the villainy.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: They hand, um, they hand her a doorknob. Um, Maribel gets handed a doorknob mm-hmm. and she puts it on the house and it kind of starts the magic up and recharges the house because she never had a door of her own. Yeah. Because she always lived in the nursery because she didn't get a power.
1: Because she didn't get a magic door.
0: So I kind of wanted it that it was a passing of the torch moment because the little, I believe it was the the little boy hands her the doorknob. Tonito, yeah. Tonito And Instead of the grandmother, I thought it would have been more interesting if the, when the grandmother hands it to her. Or even if the grandmother handed her the candle.
1: Yeah. Is there still a candle?
0: I think there was. Okay. Just something to pass the power on, and that was her purpose. Was well, to be the next head of the family.
1: Well, you're right about that.
0: No, I know, but I wanted the grandma to do it.
1: Okay. That, that, was my only,
0: that was my only thing. I, I thought it would have meant more in that moment if the grandmother had been the one to hand her the doorknob and you almost see it like kind of glow a little bit but just slightly and then all of a sudden it when she puts it in it's like
1: that would have been really sweet thank you're you. right that's i all. can that, i can see was... it when you described it okay
0: see, that that's that was that would have sat so well with
1: me it was cute when uh, when to, when little tonito did it because i was just redundant because the ito means little but um <laughs> when he did it because like, it was like she held his hand on yeah. the way up to his gift ceremony that he was nervous for. He's the sweetest kid. I and love that character. So, like, he gave it back to her. But you're right. That yeah. would have been, so. Yeah.
0: So, let's wrap this up. Um, I guess give you a rating first.
1: In Condo, for me, I actually give it a 9 okay. out of 11. Our, our 11, 11 being, uh, this is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, because it, it would get a, a quote-unquote perfect 10, but... You have to watch it more than once to really understand everything that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And for that reason, I can't give it a perfect score. Because, like, if I hadn't had to watch it again because my roommate wanted to watch it, I don't... I think I would have missed getting hooked on it the way I did.
0: Yeah, if that makes sense. This is tough for me because I know I'm going to catch shit. I'm going to give it a six. Oh, wow. uh, I was leaning towards a seven, but I really... Lin Manuel is a big, big mark for me on that, and and that's just that's just my taste. I
1: suppose that's neither here nor there. And
0: I'm still getting used to the new Disney style of one animation with these crazy faces. They all look like they made the doll before they made the character. <laughs> that they, they made the product they're going to sell it's very your kids. Funny
1: because the doll-
0: they look like plastic. Their faces look plastic. Mm. They literally look like manufactured dolls. Um. The weird faces they make, the giant eyeballs. I mean, it's, it, they look like brats after a while. It's oh really no. weird.
1: Why did you have to make that comparison? I don't
0: know. Because I, I knew, I knew it would ruin it. you a little bit. Um, and I just, I, like them. I said, I'm still getting used to the non-villain Problems fair. in Disney films. It, it's it, that's my problem. It's going to take me a while to get through that. But I don't think a six is bad. It's, it's
1: not bad. I mean, I've given sixes to movies that you get. I think I gave a six to. Did I give a six to Speed?
0: Possibly.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed Speed. Yeah.
0: So, like I don't ever need to see this movie again. That's fair. I'm glad I saw it though. I am very just for the zeitgeist. I'm it, glad. I, I am glad I saw it.
1: If you grew up on Renaissance Dis- Disney, I can see like, like I.
0: Exactly. It I was mean, hard for I, me. My, I learned to draw and you know, when I from Disney, just Aww. doing those big eyes, like the the oval shaped eyes, mm-hmm. you know, the bu- or the Bugs Bunny style eyes. Like that's how I learned to draw. Was the old style cartoon. So the new stuff, it gets lost on me sometimes, and that's fine. You know, everybody. Everybody has different things that that make them happy. Yeah, and I mean, if
1: Frozen hadn't been what Frozen was to me, I'd I, th- I would have I probably would have been more of a holdout on that as well. See, there you
0: go. But you you see it from different eyes than I see it. You're from a different background. That's that's great. That's why movies get made for different people.
1: And that's what this show is about.
0: Exactly. So next week on the show, it's my turn. It's to, your turn. Oh man, I got a good one for you. Okay. We are going to watch Swingers.
1: Tell me about Swingers.
0: Oh, Swingers.
1: Wait, is this like couples who like... No. Okay.
0: No, it's not, it's (sighs) no. It's, it's, think more swing music.
1: Oh, I love swing music. Yeah,
0: it's, it, it kind of started the swing movement. Okay. In a lot of ways. Um, just, Wait,
1: the 90s swing movement? Like yeah. the one, okay, yeah. okay, like, okay. Go daddy John Mulaney parodied on one of the le- deleted scenes from SNL that he did. You should Prob- watch the sketch.
0: Probably. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really did start that era. It didn't last long, but it was a fun time. We, we were all goofy as hell, wearing chain wallets and swinging our girlfriends around a dance floor.
1: Was this before or after Ska?
0: About the same time.
1: So you were doing swing music and listening to Scott at the same time. Oh,
0: I know how to swing dance.
1: I wish I knew how to swing dance. Oh, I,
0: I, I'm i a self-taught swing dancing
1: I, guy. That is fascinating. Yeah,
0: you wouldn't think it for me, though, huh?
1: I, <laughs> I don't think it for most of the people that I'm... Like, literally, it's tr- it's tricky. you can say I can swing dance to me, and I will always be surprised.
0: Well, we are going to get into it next week when we talk about swingers. I
1: have been Melanie Weir.
0: And I'm Adam Mock and you have just listened to Made you Watch?
1: A podcast.
0: See you around. You've been listening to an NSTARS podcast production.